Hello, you are welcome to my podcast. I am your regular host, the Lost Brother, Apostle James Okpabi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. In this episode, we are talking about right spiritual understanding and the importance of right spiritual understanding. What constitutes right spiritual understanding? And what are the importance of right spiritual understanding? Your life will never be the same again as you go through this wonderful exposition. We're taking a recourse from the book of Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9 to around verse 20 and looking into it precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. God bless you so much. Remember, God gave the word and great was the company of the that published it. Let somebody else hear what you are hearing. Hallelujah. I, I just found from Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. And then verse 9. It says, uh, For this cause we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding in all wisdom and spiritual understanding the prayer here was that the Colossians should be filled with wisdom and spiritual understanding. My interest is the spiritual understanding. To be filled with spiritual understanding. And then what I want us to look into, moving downwards, is what are the things that constitute spiritual understanding? And what is the importance of spiritual understanding? What constitutes spiritual understanding and what what are the importance of spiritual understanding? You know, these were the people that had shown the love for God. Verse 8, he said, Who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit? So these Colossians had just given their life to God. These uh, Colossians were people that had just given their life to God. You know, Paul said in verse 3, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have toward the saints. So, and part of the prayer that he prayed for them, verse 9, there it says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So what constitutes spiritual understanding? And what is the benefit of spiritual understanding? 
We find here that verse 10, it says, That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Which means spiritual understanding enables us to walk worthy of the Lord. Spiritual understanding enables us you know, to walk you know, pleasing unto the Lord. So which means if we don't have spiritual understanding and good spiritual understanding, we will not be pleasing God. And whatever we we'll be doing, we are doing, we may not be pleasing God because we don't have good spiritual understanding. So what are the things that constitute this spiritual understanding? We see them then from, from that verse 10 downwards. We cannot pick out some of them that constitute the right spiritual understanding. He said verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father who had made us fit to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. This is what he was praying for them. He was, he was praying for them and then and say that they should know that they have been made partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. You know the implication of the implication of this. If you if you know of anyone by any by reason of his faith in Christ that is succeeding and doing well has an inheritance from God, you can have that inheritance. Amen. The right spiritual understanding is that God has, by the redemption that we have in Christ Jesus, has made us fit to become partakers of the inheritance that we have in Him. In other words, there is an inheritance. That inheritance is not it's not something that is abstract. It's not an abstract thing. You have an inheritance in Christ. It, it, somebody can live his life without anything because to somebody is spiritually ignorant. Because uh, he's spiritually ignorant. Getting born again makes you to have inheritance from God. What are the inheritance that we have in God? We have life, we have peace, we have, we have health, we have wealth. These are things when we have this understanding, then we begin to seek God for them. You seek God for them because that's why I always tell you people, read your Bible. If you read your Bible, you will have a challenge. And you can ask God and say, God, where are the inheritance? He said, verse 12 here, number one. You see, I have about 15 things here, 15, 15 
things that will constitute good spiritual understanding from this Colossians chapter, you know, chapter one from verse nine to you know around verse uh, you know twenty or twenty 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 two or so or twenty three. You see, the first one, the right spiritual understanding is that God has made you fit to be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in the light. If somebody is being blessed, you are also supposed to be blessed because you are a partaker of the inheritance. So we ask God for the blessing because you are a partaker of the what? Inheritance. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And then he says, What's the right spiritual understanding? We're talking about right spiritual understanding. Look at verse 13. Number two, look at verse 13. He says, Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? He had delivered us from the power of darkness. God had delivered us from the power of darkness. In other words, whatever that the devil brings across us is a lie. We fight it because we have been delivered from the power of darkness. That's the right spiritual understanding that you have been delivered from the power of darkness. In other words, we should not be in bondage. Amen. The child of God must not be in bondage. You know, when we don't read the Bible, anything goes. When we don't read the Bible, anything goes. We will be delivered from the power of darkness. Number one, darkness does not have dominion over our lives. Number three, December starting there, he says, and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. You can't be in the kingdom of, of Jesus and the kingdom of Satan at the same time. One cannot be in those kingdoms. If one is in the kingdom, it's just like if you travel out and then and go to another country. Automatically you come under the jurisdiction of the of the you know of that country. You come under the authority of that country. You come under the laws of that country. If you keep the laws of the country, you come under the benefits of that country. The same thing will be translated to the kingdom of Jesus, the Son of God. So though we are in the world, we belong to the kingdom of Jesus. And if we belong to the kingdom of Jesus, the kingdom of miracle, that's the kingdom of power. That's the kingdom of miracle and kingdom of power. We are translated into the translation means that you are transferred. Translated. You are just taken and thrown over the other side. And then the benefits of that kingdom become ours. The miracles of the kingdom. You know what? We should have miracles. That should be miracles. We should believe in it. 
Because the kingdom of wonder is a key. The, the kingdom of Jesus is a kingdom of wonder. It's a kingdom of angels. It's a kingdom of glory. It's a kingdom of light. There is no darkness in the kingdom of the Son of God. Praise God. Amen. The Father has translated the kingdom of his dear Son. You know, and then look at verse 14. He says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. We have redemption. What's redemption? Redemption is that we have been purchased. I mean, there is there is a price tag on our head. There is a ransom paid for our life. Ransom paid for our problems. Lord, ransom paid for every single thing. Ransom paid. It could be translated to the kingdom of his son, in whom we have redemption. We have redance of sin. We have we have we have a a purchase. We've been purchased. Satan does not have price tag upon your life. That's what it means. Redemption means that Satan no longer has price tag upon our life. If that is the case, there is no reason that a child of God should be poor. Because Satan does not have price tag upon his life. Amen. Verse 15. What is right spiritual understanding? I pray that you have right spiritual understanding. We have that number one there. Is that we have been made to be partakers of inheritance. Uh, of the saints in light. That's number one. Verse 12. Number two. That God has delivered us from the power of darkness. Number two. Power of sickness. Power of darkness. Number three, God has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. It's a kingdom of peace. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. God has to fulfill this in my life. Fulfill it in your life. Amen. We have to believe it. Number four, we have redemption through the blood of his son. We have redemption. Redemption means, like as I explained, it means that it's a price tag on your head. Satan does not have price tag. He have, he, God has come to the market of sin and purchased us from the market of sin and put a price tag of the blood of his son upon your head. That is the value of who we are. Praise God. And number five, verse, verse 15. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation? Right spiritual understanding is that Jesus, the Son of God, is the image of the invisible God. In other words, when you see Jesus, you have seen God. That's the right spiritual understanding. And this is the right spiritual understanding that brings deliverance. And this is the right spiritual understanding that makes us, you know, to have inheritance. That Jesus, the Son of God, is the image of of the invisible God. No person sees God, but the Jesus that that Peter saw is exactly the image 
of the invisible God. So when we see Jesus, we have seen we have seen God. When we call upon Jesus, we are calling upon God. Praise the Lord. That's the right spiritual understanding. Amen. The right spiritual understanding is that he is the firstborn of all creation. He is the firstborn of every creation. In other words, he is the in the first position. He takes preeminence over everything. Jesus is the firstborn, the right spiritual understanding. You know, you know, Paul was making the new converts to understand who Jesus Christ is so that they could have faith in him, so that they could believe more in him, so that they could trust in him. You know, there were so many doctrines going on in those days in their time. So he was making them to understand who Christ is. Making them to understand the benefits that they have gotten by the reason of the faith. Making them to know that you will have inheritance because of the fact that you have believed in Christ Jesus. You have this inheritance. And the inheritance was talking about, if you take it to Ephesians, you find out that he was talking about becoming part of the commonwealth of Israel, which is the natural blessings. And it takes you back to the Old Testament covenant, which has to do with material blessings. But apart from the eternal spiritual blessing that you have in Christ Jesus. So we have inheritance eternal and we have inheritance natural. Praise the Lord. You know, the right spiritual understanding. Amen. Number 7, verse 16. For by him, by Jesus, all things we are created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or whether they be dominion or principalities or powers, all things we are created by him and for him. That's a right spiritual understanding. That by Jesus, all things we are created. So if we want something to be created for us, we have Jesus in our life. We have to call upon him and ask God to create this for us. We have to believe him. Praise the Lord. Amen. God created all things by his son. And all things, both in heaven, visible and invisible, principalities, powers. And then that includes the devil. Amen. So, so God created Lucifer by Jesus. Huh? And if God created Lucifer by Jesus, uh, then he is the owner. Amen. He has the patent. He has the patent. He has the right. The maker cannot say, the Bible says in the book of, uh, you know, the Bible says in the Old Testament, it says, you know, should, should, the, should the, the clay say to the maker, the pot say to the maker, what makes that? Should Lucifer say to Jesus, what makes that? It's because he's a rebel. Because he's a rebel. Amen. So we can resist the devil. We can resist the devil because the Jesus created everything, including principalities, dominion, powers, 
by him and for him. For him means he uses any power as he wants, including Lucifer. Including Lucifer. In other words, serving Lucifer for those who serve him is, is a misnomer. Lucifer should be our servant from today. Amen. Amen. Because he created for Christ. Dominions were created for Christ by 16 years. Everything was created for Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. By 17. Verse 17. And he is before all things. And by him all things consist. Jesus was before all things. And as I was going through all this, you know, it was, it was like, without the right spiritual understanding, you can never get anything. Look, if without right spiritual understanding, you can never draw anything from above. You'll just be walking. The Christ in us is before all things. He's ahead of all things. The right spiritual understanding makes us to pray well. The Christ in us is before all things. Jesus is before all things. The Christ in you brings you from the backside and brings you to the front. Look. These were people that got born again and they began to teach them so that they can know that what the Christ they have will do for their life so that they will not just be living on their own. You know, we get born again, we have Christ and then we don't use the Christ. And then one is in slumber. I don't want to talk too much. Don't want to talk too much. They just go ahead and then and pray. It's before him by him. All things consist by 17. All things consist by him. All things exist. By him, all things are approved. By him, all things are held together. By him, all things consist. All things are approved. All things are held together. He is the head of the body of the church. The right spiritual understanding. Christ is your head. Christ is the head of the church. And if he's the head of the church, he's the one that you are linked onto. He's the one that you are connected to. And if you are connected onto him, think about it. All these things narrow down to wanting your blessing. The right spiritual understanding puts Christ into work and causes Christ to be your head. When Christ is your head, which bed will pitch upon your head? When Christ is the head and we recognize Christ as the head, he is before all things. He, by him all things consist. By him everything is gelled together. You think that things will not work out for your wonders? Wonders will not work out for you? Amen. He is head of the body. And then he says he is the beginning. Uh, verse 18. Verse 18. He says and he is the head of the body. The church. Who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead 
He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. In other words, he is the beginning of the new race. The new race. He begins our life. He is the beginning of our new life. He is the beginning of the new race. He can, he can re reconfigure your life. I mean, he can reconfigure you. He is the, he is the firstborn from the dead. The beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Situations have died. He is the firstborn, the beginning. He begins it. He can restart you. He can restart. He began this Christian race that we are running by himself he was the first to have gotten from the dead you know you know in the book of matthew the bible says that when he gave up the ghost the bible says that the graves opened they that these people did not come out until christ had resurrected you know bible is very consistent and jesus said no person has entered heaven i, I don't want to get into my theology of the understanding of the mystery of heaven. But when Jesus said, No person had entered into heaven, that showed that there are many heavens. Because no person could have entered heaven until he had taken the blood according to the Bible and gone there and sanctified it. So you ask me, I say, Which heaven did Abraham enter? Which heaven did Elijah enter? That's for another day. There is the firstborn, he is ahead. He must be. No person could have entered to the throne of God without Christ having been there. But now that Christ has been there, we have access to the throne. We have access. By Him, we have access to the throne of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. He has preeminence over all things. Christ has preeminence over every single thing. Preeminence means that He has number one over every single thing that there is i recall in those days that i said give me part of your preeminence and i said god give me part of your preeminence and then he said which area i say over sicknesses and i didn't in those days tell him preeminence over poverty preeminence in wealth preeminence you know in wealth I didn't do it in those days. We, we have part of the preeminence of Christ. Christ had multiple ministries that he did. He fed the poor, he healed the sick, he cast out demons. You can be preeminent in one aspect of it. Read the Bible. And then something will strike you. Read the Bible. We will get it. Even if that you seem dead, he is the firstborn from the dead. Your ministry dead, he is the firstborn from the dead. Your destiny dead, he is the firstborn from the dead. Read the Bible. And you have faith in Christ. And then you can now kneel down and pray. The prayer will now have meaning for you. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. You have your inheritance in Christ. Read the Bible. You see, if you don't read Bible, when someone who reads Bible is talking to you, it will look strange to you. 
Bible says that the preaching of Christ is foolishness to them that do not believe. Somebody will be living his life and they're struggling like that. And when you read the Bible, you understand Christ. You have good spiritual understanding. You apply Christ. He is the firstborn of firstborn from the dead. He begins your life. He said, I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, will live again. He said, I will raise him again. He said, Your brother Lazarus will live again. He said, the, the, the hour is coming when the dead shall hear his voice, and they that hear shall live. So even if our bodies are dead, even if that the womb is dead, the womb can live by Christ. Even if that my destiny is dead, ministry is dead, even if that your ministry, your life, everything is dead, it can live by Christ. And he, he has preeminence. Preeminence means that he can bring you to the forefront. Christ has the capacity to make you the richest man in your family. He has the capacity to, to do it. Right spiritual understanding. Everything is possible in Christ. You can't have Christ and then you, you commit suicide. You cannot. You don't know Christ. You know, they talk about euthanasia. I hate to hear it. How can people just, you know, government, you approve things and euthanasia, somebody will just move over to another country and say, I want to die, and they help the person to die. No, it's wrong. <coughs> it's wrong. You can't have Christ and you commit suicide. You can't have Christ and then you don't have faith, you believe in him. Trust him, no matter what. Are there dominion, principalities, powers, wicked spirits, demonic influences that are against you, against us in any way? Bible says by him all things were created, including principalities and powers and dominion. Everything were created, all things were created by him and for him. So if they are serving the pleasure of the devil, we stop them and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this dominion should not have dominion over us. This principality should not have power over us. This power should not power over us. Should not have power over us. Principality, you will not principle us. Dominion, you will not dominate us. Huh? Read your Bible. Read your Bible, children of God, read your Bible. So that you can have, read your Bible and keep your journals. I was just going through my journal and I came across this. I saw 15 things that I wrote about this, about 15 things. You know, points I made there and they touched me. When I checked again the meaning of that redemption, that he had redeemed us, we have been redeemed by the blood of Christ. We have redemption through his blood. I checked that word redemption. And then what it means, like I explained, means that it's a ransom. It's a price tag. And then devil does not have price tag over your life. Praise the Lord. Devil doesn't have price tag over your life. Believe this. And then go back and pray. Believe it and pray. Amen. Verse 19. In him dwell all the fullness of the Godhead. This is a right spiritual understanding. Inside Christ Jesus dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In him dwells all the fullness. 
Every single thing you are looking forward is looking for in spirituality, you'll find them in Christ. You are looking for to be a mystic, they are in Christ. You want to be seeing something, you want to see, you is in Christ. You want to walk wonders, it's in Christ. You you want to close your eyes and you know what is going to happen 1,148 years after, it's in Christ. Jesus told them Jerusalem was going to be destroyed and told them the fullness of Gentiles will be over. So he knew when Gentiles, when Jerusalem will be destroyed and also knew when Jerusalem will be returned. And then, by my computation, it took 1,948 years from 1780 to 2018 for it to formally happen. The prophecy of Christ, he prophesied it about 3080. 40 years after it took place, then 1948 years after it came to pass. So he can show us eternity. He knows it. He knows that. Huh? In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Every single thing about spirituality, they are in Christ Jesus. They are in Christ Jesus. You know, but you know, if you are around about people who are not hungry for Christ, there is nothing you can do. I tell you people the truth is the very much. The Bible says that iron sharpened iron. If you are not hungry for Christ and you are dwelling in the, uh, this, the Bible says is foolishness to some people. What does, this is what has changed the life of people. Somebody woke up and said, God, I said that I have preeminence over poverty. I have preeminence over sickness. I have preeminence over this. I have preeminence over this. I have preeminence over troubles. I have preeminence over all these things. I have preeminence over demons. Because of Christ. Right spiritual understanding. And it will begin to work for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Right spiritual understanding. To him dwells all the fullness of Godhead bodily. You are not going anywhere to go and look for anything because in him dwells the fullness of Godhead bodily. Then verse 20, he says, And having made peace that through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. He has made peace through the blood of his cross uh, to reconcile all things unto himself. By him we are reconciled unto God. By Christ. He has made peace. You can have peace. Nightmares can cease. Uh, punishment from God should cease. Tongueless of punishment from Satan. Punishment, he has made peace, reconciled us. So if somebody is suffering as a result of sin, because sin causes God to punish people, but by Christ, he reconciles us by his blood to himself. You know the game plan between God and his son. His father punishes the world because of sin. But Christ saves the world because of his blood. Till today, if you sin against God, God will punish you. 
But today, you believe in Christ, Christ will save you and reconcile you and put you in his kingdom and make you to be a partaker. That's how why somebody, you know, in those days, the about the early century, the, the second century, about the second century, then the, they called him a heretic. Why? Because he said that the Old Testament and New Testament have no relationship. That if you read the New Testament, that you just see that the God of the New Testament is different from the God of the Old Testament. Everything in the New Testament is about peace, 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 peace. Mercy, 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 mercy. But Old Testament, do any single thing and God will slay you. You know, I have always told that I said, Jesus came and said, you know it was said by them of old, but I say to you. And I say, who will you believe? Is it the report of the Old Testament or report of Jesus? We are living in the most wonderful time. This is the generation of Christ. Please, let's enforce this. Let's awake and begin to enforce this thing so that every single thing that belongs to us should come back unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, we are reconciled to God by Jesus to present us holy and unblameable, you know, through Himself. Who were alienated before and we are enemies of God, but He has reconciled us back unto our Father. Amen. I mean, this thing should, the right spiritual understanding makes us to have boldness. Bible says that we may have boldness in the day of judgment as it is in this world, so are we. I pray that you have, you'll be filled with all wisdom and spiritual understanding that ye may walk worthy of the Lord and that you may understand that you have been made fit to have inheritance with all the saints is not just only those of them the other side you Colossians also you are also meant to have inheritance not only the Ephesians not only the Philippians not only the Thessalonians who are prospering but you not only those of them that are in the United States no but those of us in Africa we can prosper hallelujah because we have inheritance by God can we ask God for this inheritance you have inheritance by Christ Jesus from God in the name of Jesus Christ I receive this inheritance every single bondage broken father in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth every dominion broken by him everything was created demons everything they were spirit before they became diabolical. Right spiritual understanding will liberate you. Right spiritual understanding will empower you. Right spiritual understanding will energize you. Right spiritual understanding. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We have been delivered from the power of darkness, O oh God and Father. Jesus, power of darkness should not have dominion over my life, over my family. Power of darkness will not have dominion over my ministry. 
ministry. Oh God our Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Labruya, Makuskele, Marakando, I am connected unto Jesus Christ. We are connected unto the head of my head. Oh God our Father, Lakuria, Baba, in the kingdom of His Son, kingdom of miracles, kingdom of wonder, kingdom of life, kingdom of glory, oh God our Father, Mangalabal, kingdom of opportunities, oh God, kingdom of everything available, oh God our Father. Yeri Baramaseki Yamaba firstborn from the dead. Lord God our Father, as he rose from the dead, so we shall live. Bible says, Oh God our Father, because he lived, he said, We shall also live. Oh Lord, you died and rose again, even so, Father God. We shall arise, O God, from our slumber. Arise, O God, from our situations, O God our Father. Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, O God, I'll show you a wonder, O God, right now. Lord, show your wonder. Father, Lord, show your wonder, oh God. Lord, show your wonder. Show me your wonder. Abba, Father, show me your wonder, oh God. Show me your wonder. Mangala Bramilo Malakasayanda. Lord, I believe you. I believe you, God and Father. Lord, I believe you, Jehovah. Lord, I believe you. I believe your word, oh God and Father. Langata Prumayala Basanda Labasanda. Father, you have made us, oh God and Father. Lord, to be partakers of inheritance. Lord of the saints, oh God and Father. Lord God, I see with the Colossians. Lord, as it was, oh God, with the Fishers. Lord, as it was with the Philippians, oh God, our Father. Lord, so God, we have inheritance. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have redemption through the blood of His Son. Oh God, our Father, delivered from the power of darkness, translated into the kingdom of His Son, oh God, our Father. Oh, mighty and everlasting Father, God Almighty, we have the image of Christ. Oh, La Brahma the Son of God is the image of the invisible God. Yakade promo in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. Everything we are looking forward, oh God and Father. Everything we are looking forward in Christ, oh God. Lord, show us your wonder, Jehovah. Father God, mysterious breakthrough, God and Father. Mysterious, oh God, and walking, oh God and Father. Lord, show me your wonder, Jehovah. Lord, show us your wonder, Father God Almighty. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, oh God and Father. I give you praise, I give you the glory. You are the head of the body. You are the head of my life. You are the head of our life. In the name of Jesus Christ. He is the head of your life. Put your hand upon your head and say, Christ is the head of my life. Father, you are the head of our life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I believe you, God and Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I believe you, God and Father. Lord, you will do it for me. 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 I do not trust in myself. Lord God, I trust in you. We do not trust in us. All these things what Paul was talking to the Colossians is that you don't trust in yourself. You rely upon Christ. He paid the price for your sin. He delivered you from Satan. No power of darkness will overturn you, will overtake you. Because you believe in Christ, you will not rust in death. You will resurrect again because you believe in Christ. He is your head over you. Because you are in Christ, He has reconciled you. There is no condemnation in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, because that you have Christ in your life, you have inheritance. You have inheritance, and God bless Abraham. Even so, you have inheritance of Abraham. Oh God and Father, make it rain, oh God. Jehovah God, show your wonder. Oh my everlasting Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Lord, I give you praise, I give you the glory. Blessed be your name, O God and Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God.
Hello, thank you for listening. Remember that the Lord gave his word and great was the company of they that published it. According to Psalm chapter 68 verse 11. Let somebody else hear what you have just heard and the God of peace will be with you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right spiritual understanding. Right spiritual understanding gives us every single thing that we have in Christ Jesus. Amen. Remember, I am your brother, the Lord's brother, Apostle James Sopabi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. See you next time.